Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Qala rabbi shahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa hlul uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli. Allahumma zidna ilma. All praise and thanks is due to Allah azza wa jal. Peace and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family, his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome each and everyone. And indeed, my beloved brothers and sisters, we will be indeed welcoming in the next coming days a great and virtuous day of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and indeed it is a day of great virtue it is a day of sanctity a day on which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the almighty he destroyed the most tyrannical people on earth the greatest of them in criminality the most arrogant and arrogant of them, the arrogant tyrant, Fir'aun. And with him, Allah Azza wa Jal destroyed his army as well. And the destruction of one soul is indeed a great lesson and a great sign from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this great event occurred on the 10th day of Shahrullah Al-Muharram. And this unjust tyrant, he lived a life of tyranny. He lived a life of arrogance, of rebellion and stubbornness until this arrogance <coughs> It reached the highest level of kufr and the highest level of disbelief. And Fir'aun, he said to his people, مَا عَلِمْتُ لَكُمْ مِنْ آلِهِنْ مِنْ إِلَاهٍ غَيْرِ So he declared to his people and he said, O chiefs, I know of no other God for you but myself and he says and we find this in surah to shu'ara qala fir'aun wa ma rabbul alamin and pharaoh asked and what is the lord of all the worlds <coughs> and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he also records this verse in surah to naziat where Fir'aun he claims and he says, Ana a'la, That I am your Lord, the Most High. So here we find, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Fir'aun, he goes against 
the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He goes against the rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he says that I am your Rabb. He goes against the uluhiyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he says call unto me. And he goes against the asma and the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he says, Ana rabbukumul a'la. And as we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the most high, the being that is above the seven heavens. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that Allah azza wa jal, he showed Fir'aun his great bounties. He showed Fir'aun his gifts. As we know, Fir'aun was extremely wealthy. We know that Fir'aun had a lot of power. But yet, he went against the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that in this is a lesson for myself and yourselves. And this lesson is that never ever should we let our wealth, never ever should we let our status, never ever should we let our lineage make us seem that we are better than others. Never ever let this make us be that type of person that looks down on others. Because if one pages through the Qur'an, then you will find the story of Fir'aun. You will find the story of Haman and Qarun. You will find the stories of Ad and Thamud. And what did they have in common? All of these people, they had one thing in common. And this was Kibar. And this was the arrogance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, فَاسْتَخَفَّ قَوْمَهُ فَأَطَاعُهُ إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا قَوْمًا فَاسِقِينَ And so he fooled his people, Fir'aun, and they obeyed him, for indeed they were a people who rebelled. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should realize again that our pride and our arrogance will catch up to us one day. And as I mentioned, Fir'aun, he was given the best of this world, but this turned him away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Fir'aun, when it was told to him that one day there's going to come a man and one day there's going to come a person and this person is going to stand up against you and this person is going to remove you. So what does Fir'aun do? So now Fir'aun decides and he decides to kill all the males all these babies he decides to kill 
and he decides to let the girls live so one of his people comes to him and they inform him and they say O Fir'aun, O Master if you're going to kill all the boys if you're going to kill all the baby boys what is going to happen and who is going to work for you so the books of Tafsir mentions that he kills them every second year and when Nabi Musa is born this was the year that Fir'aun is going to kill so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires the mother of Nabi Musa to put him in a basket and put him in a river and how hard is this for a mother <coughs> but she accepts this and she puts him in a basket and she orders Nabi Musa's sister to walk with him on the side of the river and it is Allah's plan and none can beat the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah azza wa jal he mentions in the Quran and he says وَمَكَرُوا وَمَكَرَ اللَّهُ وَاللَّهُ خَيْرُ الْمَاكِرِينَ and you can plot and plan but the best of planners is Allah azza wa jal and this basket with Nabi Musa it ends in the home in the palace of Fir'aun and immediately Allah places in the wife of Fir'aun such love for this baby that she asks her husband to keep him and they keep this baby and O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala obviously because of time and there's certain other aspects we need to look at we just jump in in the story so now it's time for the baby to be breastfed now it's time for the baby to get a meal and little Musa alayhi salam at this time he doesn't suckle on any other female so they make an announcement to the community that females need to come in so they can see who Nabi Musa will take to again from the plans of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his mother comes and he takes from his mother and as Nabi Musa grows, open, grows up in the home of this tyrant it now comes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders him now he needs to go and give da'wah and call to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there's a lot of trouble that takes place and a lot of discussions that takes place and a lot of incidents that takes place between Nabi Musa and this tyrant Fir'aun and things get so bad <coughs> that they reach a point where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders Nabi Musa and the children of Israel, Bani Israel to leave this land but as we know Nabi Musa prepares with his people to leave and Fir'aun prepares his army to follow them 
فلما ترى الجمعان قال أصحاب موسى إنا لمدركون and when these two groups came face to face the companions of Musa cried out indeed or we are overtaken for sure because in front of them was the Red Sea and behind them was Fir'aun and his army Qala Musa so now Nabi Musa he says to his people Kalla he reassured them and he says absolutely not that indeed my Lord is certainly with me and indeed Allah will guide me so ponder on this tawakkul and this trust O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this was Nabiullah this was that Prophet that spoke to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But yet he tells his people, Kalla inna ma'iya rabbi sayahdeen. That never ever fear. For indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to guide me. But where is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to guide me? The army is behind me. And the sea is in front of me. But yet he puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, a lesson for all of us, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah azza wa jal, he informs us and he says to us, أَلَيْسَ اللَّهُ بِكَافٍ عَبْدَهُ Allah poses a question. Is Allah not sufficient for his servants? Allah says in Surah Al-Talaq, وَمَن يَتَوَكَّلَ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ And whosoever puts his trust in Allah, then he alone is sufficient for him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ and whosoever puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will indeed open a way, and Allah will sustain him in ways that he doesn't know. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he now inspires Nabi Musa. He inspires Nabi Musa to take his staff, to take his stick, and knock on the sea. And this again, a sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That go to the sea now today. Go to Fishu, go to Sea Point, take a stick, knock it against the water, and see what will happen. Right? Nothing. But when Nabi Musa did this, Allah azza wa jal made it such that this al-bahru, at this Red Sea, it opened. And it made a pathway. And water on the one side and water on the other side. And Abi Musa and his people, they start to walk. And they start to walk until they reach the other side. 
and Fir'aun and his army he tries the same he tries to walk but as they walk and they come into the middle Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it such that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala drowns Fir'aun and his people but just before Fir'aun passes on he says that now I believe in Allah but as they say in Afrikaans meaning it's too late now because now the ruh has come by the throat so now there's no turning back you had all the opportunities you had a Nabi of Allah to come and call you but yet you disobeyed Allah Azza wa Jal and Allah destroyed him O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this happened on the 10th of Muharram known as Yawmul Ashura Inna Nabiyana alayhi salatu wa salam and indeed our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he entered Medina ra'a al-yahud yasumuna yawmu Ashura he saw that the Yahud, they are fasting on the day of Ashura. Wal hadith fi sahihain an ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma qal qadim al-nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-madina faraa al-yahud tasumu yawma Ashura faqala ma hadha So ibn Abbas reports that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he entered Medina he saw that the Yahud, they were fasting on the day of Ashura. فَقَالَ مَا هَذَا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So the Prophet peace be upon him, he asked, What is this? قَالُوا They said, هَذَا يَوْمٌ صَالِحٌ That indeed this is indeed a good day. هَذَا يَوْمٌ Indeed this day. نَجَّ اللَّهُ بَنِي إِسْرَعِيلِ مِنْ عَدُوِّهِمْ for this is the day, the day of Ashura, that Nabi Musa and his people were saved from the enemy. فَصَامَهُ Musa, So Musa fasted. قَالَ فَأَنَا أَحَقُّ بِمُوسَى مِنْكُمْ So the Prophet peace be upon him, he says that indeed I have more right and we have more right as Muslims over Nabi Musa so the Prophet peace be upon him he fasted on the day of Ashura O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says Siyamu yawmu Ashura ahtasibu ala Allah ay yukaffira sanatan lati qablahu O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that fasting on the day of Ashura it expiates one's sins of the preceding year and this takfirul dhunub this expiation of sins is one's minor sins as for major sins one needs to make tawbah the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informs us and he says لَإِنْ بَقِيتُ إِلَىٰ قَابِلِ 
la asumun la asumanna at-tasi' ay ma'ashir mukhalafat al-yahud the prophet peace be upon him says if i am going to live to the next year i will fast the ninth of muharram and the tenth of muharram li mukhalafat al-yahud to be different from the yahud O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It is of the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That we fast the ninth of Muharram As well as the tenth of Muharram But if someone is unable to Then try and fast on the tenth of Muharram O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He chooses Certain places Certain days Certain events And in the year 61 after Hijrah We find that this ummah faced a great calamity A calamity never seen Before we find that the grandson of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hussein ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib wa ibn Fatima binti Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was martyred on the plains of Karbala and indeed this was a great calamity that this ummah faced and O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we find that because of this calamity and because of the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an we find that two groups emerged the first group being the Shia the Rafidiyah, the Ithna Ashariyah, and they've taken this day as a day of mourning. They've taken this day as a day of beating themselves up. They've taken this day as a day of crying. They've taken this day as a day of tearing their clothing. They've taken this day as a day of cursing. They've taken this day as a day of cursing the likes of the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the prophet peace be upon him he says if the wailing woman does not repent before she dies she will be made to stand on the day of resurrection wearing a garment of pitch and a chemise of mane the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he also informs us and he says that he who slaps his cheeks, he who tears his clothing, and follows the ways and the traditions of the days of Jahiliyyah, is not one of us. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the grandson of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was martyred, and yes indeed, it was a dark day in history. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he informs us and he says to us regarding 
regarding Hassan and regarding Hussein. He says that these two pointing to Hassan and pointing to, to Hussein, Sayyida Shabab min Ahlil Jannah. That Hassan and Hussein, they are the leaders of the youth in Jannah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he picks up Hassan on one side and he picks up Hussein on the other side and a companion asks the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, do you love the two of them? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he says that he who loves the two of them has loved me and he who hates the two of them has hated me. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as for the second group that emerged, this is known as the Nasibis. They had hatred for the Ahlul Bayt and they had hatred for the family of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they had hatred for the grandsons of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So what do they do on the day of Ashura? They celebrate the day. Why? To be opposites of the Shia. So they give out sweets. They have a day of festivity. They create the best of foods. And as we know, O slaves of Allah, that indeed the best, indeed the best path is the middle path. And that is the path of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطَةً and indeed we have made you a nation that is in the middle. So why do we fast on the day of Ashura? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Nabi Musa. And this is the sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Do we feel sad? Do we feel hurt that these shayateen Martyred the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the plains of Karbala? Yes, we do. And I have one point that we should ponder on. And this is a point and a remark to the Shia, to the Rafidiyah. And it's even crept into certain circles of people that claim they are part of Ahlu Sunnah, like the Barelwiya and some of the extreme Sufis. So from the 1st of Muharram until the 10th of Muharram, you have majalis of sadness, you wear black clothing, you don't eat certain foods. You don't drink certain drinks. Because Hussein radiallahu an was martyred. And as we mentioned, he was the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we love the Ahlul Bayt. And we love the family of the Messenger of Allah. But the question that I have, and I end on this, 
Was Ali radiyallahu an Not Aula Then Hussein radiyallahu an Was the killing of Umar radiyallahu an Not greater than this Was the martyrdom of Zakaria alayhi salam who was a Nabi not greater than this? Was the killing of Uthman radiallahu an not greater than this? So if you choose to do what you do on the day of Ashura because of the martyrdom of Hussein radiallahu an then what about those that were martyred before him and had a greatest status we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide and protect us Amen. we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us understanding Amen. to forgive our shortcomings subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik ashadu wa la ilaha illa astawfiruka wa atubu ilayk assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh <coughs>